Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to another episode of A Sound Heart Radio. Tonight I'm going to be speaking to you from the book of Philippians that is written by the Apostle Paul and also from 1 Corinthians, uh, which was also written by the Apostle Paul. Our topic is Attitudinal Medicine for Maturing Believers in Christ. So before we begin our study this evening, let's have a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we do ask for your wisdom and your guidance. We ask, Lord that your Holy Spirit will open our understanding so that we might receive wonderful things out of the book of thy law. We pray that there are no confessed sins, but if there are sins, Lord, we know that according to 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, you are faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness so that we can maintain our fellowship with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, 1 John 1, 9 uh, is very important for believers. In 1 John chapter 1, uh, John makes it clear that, uh, mature, that believers do sin. Believers sin. Believers sin occasionally. However, believers do not practice sin. And so, therefore, that is why 1 John 1, 9 is so important to us and for us so that we can maintain our oneness, that is, our joint, to have joint things in common with God. Koinonia is a Greek word, and we transliterate it as fellowship, fellowship. So the word uh, confess, homologeo, means to agree with God that we have sinned. God already knows. And so when we confess our sins, he is faithful. And he is just to forgive. Aphemi uh, is the Greek word for forgive, and it means to send off or send away from our sins. And uh, so, so we must also understand that it is the blood of Christ that cleanses our sins. He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us. The blood of Christ cleanses us from sins. Because sin inevitably leaves a wound, okay, or, or trauma is the Greek word. Sin leaves trauma in the life of the believer. It is only through the blood of Christ that the trauma is cleansed away out of our life so that we can continue to grow up into him in all things. So God has made uh, provision for us so that we can keep on growing in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Now, the word knowledge that Peter uses uh, is a word that means that we are to grow in intimacy and depth. 
so that our relationship with Christ matures. Because that is the foundational message I want you to get uh, when we go to uh, uh, Philippians. So what is attitudinal medicine for maturing believers? Uh, I want you to see that the classes of believers that are given in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, uh, chapters 2 and 3. So I'm going to begin reading in 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 2, verse, well, let me start at verse 12. 1 Corinthians 2, 12 through 16, quote, Now we have received not the spirit of the world, that is the spirit of the cosmos. Cosmos is uh, the God of this world is the devil. The devil is the God of the cosmos. I need you to understand that. Uh, it is very important. Uh, in Second Corinthians chapter uh, four, verse four, Paul writes, "In whom the God of this cosmos, or Ionos, is the Greek word here, in whom the God, little G-O-D, of this Ion, hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the life of the glorious gospel of Christ." Who is the image of God should shine unto them? For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. For God, verse 6, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness. Notice here, God, uh, that Paul goes back to the book of Genesis chapter 1. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness. Hebrew word is koshek. And uh, so the word, Greek word here for darkness is skotus, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Beautiful, wonderful, powerful. So the word of God changes our understanding about who we are and whose we are. We belong to Jesus. He redeemed us out of the slave market, out of the marketplace of sin. So we were purchased by him. Therefore, we belong to him. We are, not our, we are no longer our own. We were bought with a price. We were bought not with gold or silver, but with the precious blood of the Lamb of God. We were uh, bought with a price. Now, we go back to uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Paul writes, I'm, I'm going to start at verse 12 again. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teaches. Notice the contrast, not in the words which man's with the wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Spirit teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Uh, but verse 14, the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. See, uh, here the word natural, in the Greek it is sukikos. The reason why I want you to know the Greek words is because I want you to see the emphasis here. The sukikos 
de anthropos. That is the psychological man, the psychological man. The, psycho- uh, the psychological man can only receive the wisdom of this plane, the wisdom of this age. Such a person uh, has not been born again, has not been born in you of the Spirit of God. And so therefore, because this person is not uh, born of the Spirit of God, he believes, she believes that, uh, that the things of the Spirit are moronic, literally, are moronic. And then we read, neither can he know them because they are spiritually understood or spiritually discerned, spiritually discerned. And that word discern means to investigate, to interrogate, uh, to determine. And then in verse 15, Paul moves from the unsaved person to the saved individual. And this is uh, a spiritually mature believer. Paul writes, but he that is spiritual, one word in the Greek, the word here is pneumatikoi, pneumatikoi, or here, um, pneumatikoi uh, is plural, but here it is pneumatikos, but he that is spiritual judgeth all things, yet he himself is judge of no man. The word judgeth here means qualified to sift, to examine to decide rightly, okay? For who hath known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. We have the mind of Christ. And so we have to remember uh, as believing ones that we have the uh, the mind of the Lord Jesus Christ. We have been given to, uh, the mind of Christ because of our position in him. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, uh, verse 1, Paul writes, And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as spiritual, that is, uh, you're not a, a mature or maturing believers. But uh, there are many problems in the church at Corinth, many spiritual problems related to the flesh, the sark. But as unto carnal, even as unto babes in Christ, See, understand that the word, uh, the term babes or nipioi in Christ is not a flattering term. It shows that uh, that these believers are what? They are fleshly. And the word here is sarkinois, sarkinois. And that is, these are believers, but they are carnal. Uh, and their propensities is to what? Fulfill the desires of the flesh. And so there are many problems in this church because it was a fleshly church. Now, when I go turn to Philippians uh, chapter 2, Paul writes this for these believers. Uh, I'm going to start at verse 1. If there be any... If there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and mercies. This is the old King James I'm reading. Fulfill ye my joy, that ye be like-minded, or that is having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Paul wants them to have fellowship with one another. 
Let nothing be done through strife that is self-willed and vain of vain glory. But in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than themselves. Look not every man to his own things, but every man to, although every man also on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, made of himself, but made of himself no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant, that is the outward form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men. Please read John chapter 1 about the, the incarnation. But being found in fashion as a man, that is the outward form, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore, God has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Paul's exhortation in Philippians chapter 2 is to, to humility. This is the attitudinal medicine that God has provided for us so that we will not be stagnant in our relationship or with God or with ourselves or others. We can continue to grow in the faith once for all given to the saints if we understand that God wants us to do what? God wants us to have the mind of Christ. In verse uh, Philippians two five, the uh, the verb is in the present passive imperative. Let this mind be in you. Let this understanding be in you. Have the same attitude as Christ. That is one of humility, one of servanthood, so that one can continue to grow in the faith. Forgive those whom you have not forgiven. If there are old ancient sins, let the stuff go so that you can be free to serve your Lord. Have, uh, in Galatians 2.20, Paul writes, I am uh, crucified with Christ. Paul crucified the flesh. The word I am, the word I, the pronoun I bear me is, in the Greek, it is ego. Paul crucified his ego so he could serve our Lord. We all have to do the same. Good evening, and God bless you.